uh, under the same name, Soren Pear, and um, we're kind of, we put it on both of our Facebook pages to kind of, you know, point people in the direction, but that's up and running now, so you can see us there as well. Yes, and that brings me to something before we start talking about the week. Um, you mentioned in our Facebook page, which by the way, you can friend us and will most likely say yes. Um, about nine years ago, what happened in the beginning of April? Yes. Nine years ago. Yes. What did you post? What did you say? I, I just, I posted a cute little meme about our anniversary, our not so secret anniversary. <laughs> yeah, nine years ago, I think it was on April Fool's, which is a, is a very interesting day. Yeah. We went from a very good friendship to, oh my gosh, we're still brother and sister-in-law. What's happening here? Yeah. Kind of went into shock, and within two months, everybody knew. It took two months. It was a wild ride for everyone, but yeah, it, it went warp speed. Yeah, that was a For sure. <laughs> crazy two months of uh, a lot of stuff going on, and and probably people that were closest to us knew something was happening. Yeah, um, but we 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 were so confused and um, wait a second, this doesn't make sense. We were really, really, really good friends, and I think we said in the first episode we did not want to lose our friendship. Right, right. But we could not help the attraction that happened, yeah. and finally. I kept pushing him away. I was like, you need to date. You need to date other people. See what it's like. Play the field. And then I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Wait a minute. So I finally wisened up to that one. I like how you said wised up to that one. That's I would agree with that statement. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so happy not-so-secret anniversary nine years ago. It's just hard to believe 2011. Can you, can you think of what you were doing in 2011? I mean, to me... Um, it Seems was a, like forever ago. Yeah, almost a decade ago. But it went like that. I know. So here we are in the 2020s, and it's been kind of a bumpy start, so let's let's talk about this week. Yeah, it's been kind of a rough week. <laughs> As and we're we, laughing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> eh, you got to laugh, right? <laughs> so you don't scream. Or cry. Or scream. Yeah. Like, that, like that thing you posted? Everyone saw that. Was it the what animal, was it? Uh, Hedgehog? Or something like that. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, um, as we sit here right now, I'm still kind of getting the, the hot, the temperature fluctuations and the nausea. And so um, it's, it's been kind of a brutal week as far as that goes. Um, Jim ended up with symptoms and yes, oh, you poor thing. I'll, I'll anyway, live. You know, it's just, it's really strange. I can feel for people, I'm grateful that our symptoms are still considered on the mild side, um, but I feel for people who really have severe symptoms because it's no joke. And with what I've never felt like this before, um, for it to come and go the way it does, you feel like you're fine and then you're really not. <laughs> so, um, you know, just really practicing the self quarantine and being strict, I know it's hard um, being trapped in the house. I think it's fine until we're told we can't, you know, I think like anything, like anything else. Exactly. Um, you know, as soon as you're told you can't do something, that's exactly what you want to do. <laughs> well, and unofficially your doctor uh, last weekend 
said you have the symptoms, you haven't been tested, so no. it's a presumptive diagnosis yeah. of COVID. And I started working from home just to be safe to self-quarantine. Um, mm -hmm. However, I started getting a mild fever um, and a certain time in the evening, just a degree or so. And, and yeah. a little bit of a cough. And then the other thing was the burning in the eyes. Oh, like just, the eyes just, just drip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, it feels like somebody just poured... I don't know, acid. Okay. okay, let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right, she freaks out about it. Well, it just it makes my eyes burn because they're just like always on the edge. I know how to distract you. Cotton balls. Hey, <laughs> that is just, that's below the belt. That's now, uncool. You, you may wonder, what's the big deal? She has like the worst, what would you call it? A phobia? A phobia, yeah. Of like artificial cotton balls. Uh, yeah, just like the cotton balls or like the crocheted blanket when it gets wet. <laughs> so see, I distracted you. I, yeah, no, no. It's like that to me. And so if I want to torture her in the store, I just go grab a thing of cotton balls and start squeezing and she will literally run. Yeah. He threatened for Halloween to cover himself in cotton balls and hug me. <laughs> Well, wet cotton balls. Yeah, I know, and you you about came unglued. But I love cotton clothes. It's different. It's different because they're soft. You know, it's. I don't see the difference, but that's okay. Ugh. We digress. So <laughs> talking about <laughs> so unofficially, I, I think what we're saying is we both have mild symptoms of COVID, and we don't we don't mean to minimize what's going on oh, here. There, there's some serious. Um, you know, issues going, people are dying, and it, it, we, we don't mean yeah. to minimize it, um, but not everybody's having serious symptoms and going to the hospital. So I think right. it's using common sense. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Hydrating yourself. Hydration, yeah, and rest, and just, you know, being gentle with yourself. Eating healthy foods. And, you know, doing whatever you normally do. I'm sure you all have heard this a million times, but, um, you know, the Robitussins and the Mucinex and the... Tylenol for fever, but you know, a low grade fever, there's nothing wrong with letting a low grade fever burn. Uh, that's your body's way of doing what it does to burn off infection. So, you know, not letting it get out of control, common sense. Um, you know, using a humidifier is good. You need the moisture in the air. So use a humidifier. If you don't have one, you can take a a pan, like a shallow pan, and put some water in it, and just set it in the side, in the corner of your room someplace. It will get absorbed into the air. That's also a good way to do it. Um, making me sniffle. <laughs> hey, this part of the podcast is brought to you by the Nurse Line, Sandy Sorensen. You should, you know what? We'd be great entrepreneurs. To like, open up a, a Nurse Line. Or There's an idea. <laughs> Why hasn't anybody thought no. of that? <laughs> Sorts of nurse life. You know, just call us. Actually, I, I joke her. I pimp her out to my friends all the time. And what I mean yeah. is as a nurse. <laughs> well, let's clarify, please. Yeah, no. Not that way. But, we'll start uh, getting different yes, descriptions. Yes, no. Um, but when, when somebody's yeah. having symptoms, a lot of times it's just the fear. And I think... You know, doing the tele, what do they call it? Tele telehealth. Telehealth visit with the doctor is really smart. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, running to the emergency room, which is already, you know, if you don't need to be there. Mm -hmm. um, unless you almost drop a knife on your foot, which you did cutting something. This week I'm just hilarious. really clumsy because I don't feel good. And I was making dinner, and oh, I've never done this before. <laughs> but this big knife, 
I mean, just the biggest knife in your drawer. Yeah. Um, it just went sliding off the edge of the counter and I did a quick tap dance to, to avoid it. Yeah, I heard some expletives, but fortunately, <laughs> yeah. we didn't go to the ER, which we... Yeah, uh, that would have been ugly, but yeah. yeah. Totally ugly. Totally. Totally ugly. Yeah, get going on the puns, <laughs> But yeah, with the COVID, um, I think we're seeing... Um, what we're seeing in our lives and you know with our friends our family and just different people that we've spoke to um at work there's definitely a level of fear that's starting to play out and you know as this drags on i think that kind of morphs and changes too yeah um people that weren't taking it serious are all of a sudden taking it seriously now going into fear mode and you know, it's proven too that when you allow yourself to go to that place, it raises your cortisol levels, which actually makes you sick. It lowers your immunity. So you're saying the fear that Beats people into it, are, or the the nervousness or scaredness, is actually making them more vulnerable. Yes. So it's more not only susceptible. it's not yes. only washing your hands, right? Which yeah, is a big it's deal. the way we think. So it's almost like washing your brain of the fear. What we think we create completely. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Washing sets it up. Sets the brain. <laughs> Here, we'll get an actual brain and sets it up. <laughs> anyway, um, I also wanted to say too, um, so this is the first time I've ever worked from home. You know, I have my whole setup on the dining room table over there, two screens, computer, and, and poor Sandy has to listen to me and my booming voice and meetings and she's up and upstairs um, talking to people on the nurse line and you know we've both been working from home on the front lines of what's going on yeah and um, what I want to say and I don't mind saying I work for the state of Arizona I'm very proud to work for the state of Arizona for Department of Economic Security and the, the individuals I work with on in the unemployment insurance program, employment service in Arizona at work. They're awesome individuals. We have people who, these are the only offices left open where people can come in and open their unemployment claim or file their weekly claims or have questions answered. And these people are fearless. Talk about not feeling the fear. And you know, we're, we're doing everything we can to make sure people are social distancing and, and what have you. But the bottom line is that those workers out there in those offices and the Phoenix area, I just want to give kudos to them and yes. also everybody behind the scenes and myself included are working very, very hard to try to get the unemployment program out to everybody who needs it, but there's so many changes happening fast. There's a huge need and these people, they really aren't getting the recognition they deserve. Um, yeah, they're working around the clock so hard to, you know, try and, they, they started out behind the eight ball, really. When something like this happens, it just levels everybody, of course. And so, um, yeah, you guys have been working a lot. And so I think um, I think what my role has been, because I'm a regional manager, I'm over a lot of offices, and what I continue to do is I'm, because I, I have a background of unemployment, so I've been training, is to bring a calmness to the meetings, a calmness to the people, to be grateful to them. And the way I do that, the way I do that actually before I start my crazy day, because I usually start around eight and Sandy knows I'm working past six 
every day, just about trying to get up and move around, and was even working a little bit yesterday. You got mad at me. But, uh, yeah, I was like, get away from there. Um, <laughs> Put it away. But one thing I do to, to, to deal with, to help keep myself calm, is just a short meditation mm-hmm. in the morning. And I just, whatever works for somebody, for me, it's just getting to that place where I feel really, really calm, really, really good inside. And then I open my eyes, turn on my computer, and start the day. So to me, that really, really helps. And then if I have the chance at the end of the day, like doing a meditation together, which we haven't done in a while. Yeah. But that's that's one way. So let me ask you this, because you were talking about fear. So how how do you see me handling fear? What's your what's your take on me handling handling when something really is fearful, including doing this podcast YouTube um, channel. I would say for you, you your go to is humor. When you're uncomfortable what? Yeah. No. no. Anybody who knows me Puns. <laughs> eh. Next answer. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> No, but whenever you're uncomfortable or fearful, um, humor sometimes misplaced. <laughs> Just According saying. to you, she's, she'll say, are you done yet? Are you done? Really? <laughs> and I'm like, no, as a matter of fact, I'm not done. I'm- Do you need to talk? <laughs> Okay, so humor is one. Um, anything else? Um, definitely, I would say the humor is the first one, and then you get quiet when you know when you're real thoughtful about something, trying to work something out. You get real quiet and kind of go within, and then I know to step back and give you some space until you're done, and then you'll start cleaning. That's the. You just get busy. So doing the lawn today was helpful in getting ready for this. Kind of, there you go. You know, because I think good outlets to have to, you know, I, I, I think when we're dealing with our own fears, it's very important that we don't bury them and ignore them, which I used to do more of. Mm-hmm. I, I think in my previous relationship or my previous life, as I like to say it, um, I tended not to express myself so I think by pushing it down, pushing it down, which I think a lot of times people do, it, do it ends up <clears throat> becoming a bigger problem. It comes out in a very dysfunctional way. It comes out in physical symptoms. It comes out in crazy mental symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I really think, uh, and I would agree with you, humor, um, you know, getting quiet. And, and, and I think what really works in our relationship is that you, you read me pretty well and you know when to step back and you know when to ask, hey, do you want to talk about this? And what after I have found, time. yes, after I've had a little time and yeah. I've found, even even again with doing this YouTube channel and podcast, um, when I was able to bleh, sort of, you know, throw up all the, all the stuff that was inside, like, I don't think we should do this, what are we doing? This is not, you know, what people are going to make fun of us, la, 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 la. Um, you know, all those fears, irrational or not, yeah. when I was able to express that to you, it helped. Yes. It just it just took it just, the wind out of the sails, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It kind of tamed the beast, put it back in the corner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think agree. that that really helps. But 
you're right. Sometimes I'll use humor. I think I used a lot of humor when my ankle was hurting. But yeah. it's just, you know, yes, I think, you know, there's physical pain and there's what? You woke up from anesthesia telling jokes. The nurse, his nurse's <laughs> name after surgery, her name was Angel, which I thought was pretty funny because that could creep people out. They see an angel. <laughs> I'm an angel. <laughs> Am I dead? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, he woke up, first thing he said to her, and he doesn't remember this, he says, I know you, it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> From Monty Python. <laughs> I may be amputated, but it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> we, were, we were kind of messing with you, and she's like, he's not going to remember any of this. I said, I know, but I got video. <laughs> Fortunately, we're not posting that on our no, YouTube channel. No, we're not. Channel. Just Maybe my, on our Facebook channel. For my page. benefit. <laughs> People are going to ask, hey, can you post that? Can I see that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's out of the bag now. Uh, but yeah, so I think uh, for me, that's helpful. So. Um, for me. For you. So let's, we talked a little about me. So how you handle fear. And so I would say um, step back within the splash, so what I call the splash zone, you know, like at SeaWorld where you don't want to get splashed by the dolphins, so there's this... Yeah, yeah I don't like to feel cornered, mm. and that's something that fear kind of does to me. It makes me feel cornered and out of control. I don't like not having control, and so, um, yeah, I'll kind of come out throat punching. That's true. Um, that that's very true I've gotten better about it I think well and I think that goes back yes and I think that goes back because hopefully I do almost as good of a job as you do with me which is stepping back and letting you explode because I think sometimes what happens is when somebody has a fear moment has how do you put it has their moment I'm having a moment. I'm having a moment. Just leave me alone. That's sort of code word for... <laughs> yeah, I'm just having a moment. Go away. <laughs> yeah. So when you're having a moment, I first of all, two things happen. Number one, I know not to take it personally, even if... Thank you. ...the anger is coming my way. <laughs> yeah. And it does. It's not about you. Yeah. And then second of all, just giving you the space until you're ready to talk. Because yeah. the worst thing I could do at that moment is go, so tell me, Sandy... How, how does you, that make you feel? How does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about being throat punched. I'd probably have a lot of bruises on my neck. Yeah. yeah. And not from hitches. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So I think. Um, and I try really hard, believe it or not, I try really hard not to attack you unnecessarily. I'm not trying to take you out at the knee. I just need some space to kind of get through it. She says that too, though, when. Um, I start to tickle her. I am not responsible for the... That's a whole <laughs> different ball. I can't tickle her, at least without definitely being in jeopardy of going That's to That's a whole different issue, but yeah, I don't... Again, I don't like to be pinned. I don't like to be trapped. And so it's just a knee-jerk reaction that I will come up swinging. Well, and you know, going back to what you said, you really have gotten better because we first it's a little almost nine years ago the summer of 2011 when we first moved in together um if i had to wake you up in the morning and i would always be so scared she'd be like now make sure i'm up by 7 30 and i'd be like you don't know what you're asking me to do so this is what would happen 
Inevitably, 7.30 would come, the alarm would go off, she'd be sleeping like a baby, and so I'd just shake her, Sandy, Sandy. And what would you do? You'd tell me. <laughs> I was asleep. Her eyes would flash open. One time, she tried to punch me. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm, just, I'm following orders from the night before. He dared to interrupt my slumber. It was scary. And she'd be like, yeah. afterwards when she woke up, she's like, I'm so sorry. What did I do? <laughs> so I think, what I, my, my point is, is I think you've gone from a very uptight to... More relaxed. More, more relaxed in general, which, you know, I think us being together and, and allowing that time, those times of expression and to be. Because I think what's really important in, in any relationship, marriage or couple, is that you have to let the other person be. And Who not try are. to go in and fix them when or they're change, not ready. Or change them the right. way you think they should be. Like, I think you should handle this fear like this. And so if you follow the steps, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, she's already. For <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason I'm sitting. You like, do, don't you? You do, do you? <laughs> Let's tell. Tell me more about that. Yeah, this is not social distancing. This is called couple distancing. <laughs> Just safety. Just smart. <laughs> no, but I think you've gotten really better with um, with that, and I think the key to that is, and you know, whether you're in a relationship or you have a really, really good friend. It's so important to get out the poison that the fear is invading your body with. Like you said, physically, it's cortisol, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's cortisol that goes in. So there's a mental and emotional cortisol, right, yeah. going into your... Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah. I and, like that. And, and I think in order to get... It invades every cell. Right. And it invades your thoughts. It invades your emotions. And if you don't say it and express it it just sits in there and i think like you said even if covid wasn't around people are stressed and they are tired it's always something yeah. right it, yeah if it's not covid it's something else i mean it's always something this is something um, every day right be working on right so i think that again i think we've talked about in our other episodes our key is <coughs> is not letting any knots form yeah. And, and allowing the other person, even if it's uncomfortable, giving them the space without judging. This, yeah. you know, even if we totally disagree with, you know, because sometimes I like, and I made the mistake where you start saying something like, "Nope, you're wrong. Nope, nope, that's not what happened." And instead of instead of jumping in and, and correcting you while you're trying to get it out, and then what what happens? It escalates, right? Right, and, right. Just let me say what I need to say, even if you don't agree. Nope. <laughs> you can't see the look on her face, but her eyes got really big. Yeah, you've been playing around your life. I just don't. I really don't. Um, that's what you know, and that's one of my pet peeves at work, at home, no matter what. I think when you interrupt somebody, what you're basically telling them, and this is a big problem right now with people, especially younger kids, but it's just everybody's doing it. They just have something better to say. And when you ignore them or, you know, talk over them and, and interrupt constantly, you're basically telling them that what they have to say has no value. Right. And it's just so rude. It It's really one of my pet peeves that I'm trying to work on because I can't be getting pissed off every time somebody does it because it happens all the time. Well, and it's, so, and it's lack of listening. 
It's very much a lack of listening. What's, Nobody's hearing each other. And what's happening is somebody is thinking something while you're talking and they've got to get it out right then and stop you in the middle. And they may be saying the very same thing you were going to say. So if they would have given you a chance to finish and truly listened. Yeah. Well, it's like saying what I have to say is more important. So I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. And it's just, um, I'm trying, you know, I, I try really hard not to do that to people, but what happens too is then you end up kind of getting run over and you either got to be okay with that or not, or start talking louder. Well, and, and I, I think everybody's vying for attention. Everybody's grasping, you, right, know, right. you know, whether it's in a meeting or whether it's in a conversation. And I think if we can just step back and be a little more patient, um, sometimes it just gets downright rude and then, yeah. um, taking a page out of Sandy's book it's like will you stop interrupting me so I can say what I need to say it'll just come out boom yeah if I'm thinking it chances are it's coming it's going to come out eventually but yeah no but I think again that is you know me 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 this fear based uh, what I say is important what I think is important and instead of listening to someone's other point of view that could really give this up I mean if this person listened to it they'd think Huh, well, that's, I didn't think about that, but all I want to do is interrupt and hear my point of view, and then everybody gets stuck in, in their well, own it's rut. It's just a cycle. Yeah, yeah. And then I call that spinning, because you're just spinning in. in Another Sandyism. Spinning. Spinning, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Gotta have at least one every. Yeah. every, every well, show. I mean, it's kind of descriptive, right? It's like spinning in, in place and never getting anywhere. Um, it's just and it just gets faster and faster it's yeah i think all of us feel like we're on a merry-go-round sometimes and we're ending up in the same place that we were a day ago a week ago a month ago and that to me is a signal like well but when that happens you should ask yourself why am i back here again right well i've seen this before why am i maybe a different face in a relationship but why am i finding myself in the same situation and that right you know and I, that I think is not paying attention to what's going on in here and mm-hmm. and projecting that out to somebody uh, well they're the problem you yeah know? yeah well, and that's yeah we can go down a whole nother avenue with that one but um, yeah those same things are going to keep coming up until we deal with them and um, you know like you said the faces may change but situations are the same and when that happens, that's because we haven't dealt with whatever the issue is. It'll keep coming back. Well, and I think ultimately it comes down to having responsibility for how you interpret a situation, interpret what somebody says to you. So in other words, right. um, and I think we both are trying to get better at this, but all of us are guilty of this. Like, you made me feel X, right? Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. You can't blame somebody else for how you feel if we take responsibility for how we feel you're not responsible for how you make me feel i am right wow i'm so glad i no shut up (laughs) you heard it here folks (laughs) i am not responsible anymore i'm off the hook no you're not off the hook but yeah (laughs) but seriously i mean all we can control is how we react or how how we feel to what other people say and that's definitely coming full circle uh, that's something I'm working on all the time you know just 
kind of, I call it checking myself at the door. Sandy is a number two. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> We're loading them on. But um, checking myself at the door, okay, is this me? You know, is this, could I look at this a different way? Yeah, and I think sometimes I can. Absolutely. Um, I think stepping back and looking at the situation, even stepping back and looking at yourself in the situation, because I think when we're in it and it's, you know, this is my point of view, I feel I'm right and justified, and I am pushing against you, the cup, you know, the, the marriage, the couple, the friend, the coworker. It's really hard to step back, but if you could step back and look at you and the coworker and go, huh, there's another side to the story. I, one of the jobs I used to have in unemployment was taking complaints in the client advocate unit. Oh. And I can tell you, you know, people get very, very um, upset, they're stressed, they've lost their job, and now unemployment has stopped. Yeah. And so they're very, very angry. And a lot of people say, well, this person at the call center or at the office said, da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, well, look into it. And I call that person, and nine times out of ten, they'll say, I didn't say that at all. I said, A, B, C. It's so interesting. There's always two sides to, to you know. And the per- Either hearing what you want to hear. Or- right. And that yeah. person who's in it, very fearful, very stressful. Mm-hmm. And isn't it true, going back to your nursing skills here, the cortisol actually interrupts the brain function, the clear thinking. Mm-hmm. So people who are stressed think they're hearing whatever, like you're denied where the person is really saying, you're not denied, but we need to look through the issue and we'll get back with you in a week. Well, all they heard was- retain a fraction when you're under stress or duress of any kind. Yeah, you you retain a fraction. There's a good reason why the nurse always comes in after the doctor and reiterates what the doctor said, because you're not remembering it when you're under any kind of stress. The doctor said no more monkeys jumping Jumping on the bed. If you watched episode one, yeah, I first yeah, out for yeah. some reason. But it's true, and I mean, um, so I, I really think, going back to the whole subject of fear, which is what we're really talking about today, is that people stop thinking clearly and they go into panic. Right, And it escalates. And, and from panic, when you're in panic, you can't think clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the more you lose control, the more fearful you become, and then you're, you're just, that cycle you're spinning. There you go. Um, I was waiting for it. I was seeing it. (laughs) Well, it just, it creates one after another. It just keeps getting worse. You're absolutely right. It's it's interesting. And I think you as a nurse and and me in my position have seen and witnessed a lot of people. And the best thing we do for those people is be patient. Let them, let them vent, right? You know, being heard. Absolutely. because, Because I think being heard, even if, because a lot of times in my job, we couldn't do anything to change the outcome. You still owe this money to unemployment, you know, sorry. But to listen and listen with kindness yeah. and give them space, most of the time people would say, you know what, thank you for thank you for hearing me out. You know. Sometimes that's all you need is to be heard. I think we all need that. Just just to be heard. Um, like this airplane. Like overhead. the airplane. <laughs> just being heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's true, and I think venting is really what we were talking about earlier, is just allowing that expression of that bottled up fear. Yeah, and we're going to see, we're already seeing, like we were alluding to earlier, we're probably going to see more of this as COVID drags on. And um, just being aware, you know, that 
everybody's going through it, but I think, like, like we were saying before, when, when life squeezes you, whatever's inside, like the crap that we haven't dealt with, that's what comes out. And so recognizing that the people on, you know, the road rage or what have you, you know, the person at the store that wrestled you for the last roll of toilet paper, who knows? That didn't happen to us, but... No, it didn't. But regardless, um, everybody's going through it. And so just, you know, taking a deep breath and having that extra moment of kindness for each other right now is huge. I think we all need that reminder right now because of what we're going through. Well, and I think when there is a, you know, uh, a crisis going on, it brings out the worst and the best in people. Absolutely. Because we've seen a lot of people who Both. I think step up and, and, and give and help, but there's always a silver lining. I think even to those that are acting out the worst, I, I think what I would say to all you people out there, not us. <laughs> Good try. Not not projecting here. Nice try. But, but even when we freak out, right, when something happens like a crisis like this or, or, or what have you, there's always the silver lining to go, you know, to me, so most of us in most of the states in the United States are, are, are what do they call it, stay in order or the stay in your house. Yeah, lockdown. Lockdown. But this is an opportunity. I really feel like the silver lining of that, this is an opportunity instead of being so distracted and going out to have an opportunity to maybe, you know, have some quiet time, to to yeah. notice things that we're always too busy to, to notice, to use that opportunity to to work on yourself instead of all the distractions and all the use running. Use it as a benefit instead of a hindrance. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. It's not going to last forever. And, yeah, it's trying, you know, when you want to, go do something, but um, it's really for the best, and I really think we need to hear it. Right, and I said earlier, and I'm a big, I'm a big fan of any kind of meditation, even if it's just for five minutes, but if you can get that, the noisy monkey mind to quiet down, and I know there's medical studies out there, and I think they're promoting meditation, and in fact, I'm planning to do a, um, on my Jim Sorensen YouTube channel, I'm going to do a like a 10 to 15 minute meditation with an original song I wrote called Sound Waves. Oh, I'm going to so nice. hopefully put that out this week. Yes. Um, and I wrote that song when I had a kidney stone and it was interesting and the next day after I performed it, the kidney stone, this was two and a half years ago, was blasted away and I've had no kidney stone issues since, it's been almost yeah. three years. My point with putting a plug in my, my YouTube channel too is um, you too can get rid of kidney stones. No, that's not my point. <laughs> my point is meditation um, to whatever degree you can quiet the panic because when you go into meditation instead of cortisol, what is it that goes, uh, what is the, that runs through your body? What do they call that? Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows blood. What is that hormone that's the happy hormone? <coughs> oh, the, um... My medical... You life. put me on the spot. <laughs> but what is it? I know it. Yeah, so that... That one. That happy... I can't think of it right now, but the, yeah. The, the happiness... Uh, estrogen. No, <laughs> Not estrogen, testosterone. I'm drawing a total blank right now, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. So that... It'll probably occur to you after we. Yeah, I'm sure it will. After we're done, 
and it's thinking something else, but yeah. So I think to whatever degree, it doesn't necessarily have to be a spiritual practice, but just the practicalness of quieting the mind and settling down and slowing the heartbeat and breathing deep. Because I used to tell individuals that would get upset, and you think about it, take a deep breath, relax, because like two or three deep breaths can take you from a very agitated state to a very calm state. Yeah, as long as they're in a place to hear it, right? Right, and that to me is what meditation is about, and I think, again, the opportunity to stay at home and to to maybe go within whatever works for you. I don't care if it be a meditation that has no sound or music or a singing bowl or somebody walking you through it. Mm-hmm. But I, to me, that is just, I've had the opportunity because I haven't been so busy to meditate and it's helped calm me down. I was going to say too, um, <clears throat> Candice, Candice Parisi, sure. Yes, the, um, a friend of ours, Candice Parisi, she's on Facebook. She's doing a um, guided 10 minute meditation every day for 40 days. And she's amazing. Traveling intuitive. It's right? the traveling intuitive. Um, you'll find her on Facebook. You'll find her online. And um, if you just sign up for her page, she does it every morning, and it's really nice what she's doing. So check her out. So before we wrap up here, is there any fear you want to express right now to me? Blech. Anything you want to just that? No. I think I'm doing okay. Just don't actually do that, because I know you're, right. you're nauseous. Yeah. She's, mm-hmm. is, she's a trooper. Look at this. She's doing this <laughs> podcast while she's not feeling well. And I, my hat, seriously, my Thank hat's you. off to you. She she was cleaning up the the, uh, the, the windowsill in the kitchen or, um, yesterday, not feeling well. But I think when you can work through not feeling I well. i got to move through it. Sometimes you just got to drop it and rest. But other times I was just like, okay, what can I do? And so, you know, getting my hands in my plants always is very grounding to me. What? Hands in my plants. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like hands in my pants. (laughs) Anyway, that's just where I went to. (laughs) She has a really good green thumb for her plants. symptoms I've actually been feeling pretty good the last couple days Um, but I you know I think this next week we're just gonna do our best to help people we're on the front lines you're on the nurse front lines I'm on the economic front lines I I, I've called my staff economic first responders because they really are helping folks that are really struggling financially and I just want to again give kudos to them and you know we're all gonna get through this together and I've been sending energy I've done a few energy sessions this week for people also um, I think you know it's it's something that's really helped just to kind of reset and recenter people so um, if anybody would like a session please just reach out to me yes and we'll be in, in upcoming episodes we'll be talking about your your uh, energy business and, mm-hmm. and how you can reach out. She does amazing work that she could do long distance. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. Thank goodness, right? 
Right, right. No hands-on right doesn't now. doesn't have to be hands-on. Um, that kind of help. And, and um, I've been the beneficiary of energy work that she's done. And so okay. looking forward to, um, as that grows, and again, the purpose of our podcast, Why Not Together? Um, you know, Sandy's looking to, to do more and more energy work as she's a nurse. And um, I want to see where the music, my original music goes as I continue to work for the state. So um, we'll just see how things go. But uh, So, yeah, again, thank you guys for all the feedback. It's been awesome. Keep it coming. Please keep it coming. Share with your and, friends. <laughs> and uh, just uh, remind them of our name on Facebook and where they can find Soren Pear. <laughs> well, where they can find us. Yeah. Oh, yes. So Soren Pear for the YouTube channel. Soren Pear on the podcast um, right now at Stitcher and um, Spotify. We're waiting for it to get to iTunes and a few other platforms. Um, so the audio will be ready. We will download this tonight. Uh, when I say tonight, this is Sunday, April 5th. So we're going to try to get this done every Sunday night. Right. Um, and also have it on the podcast. So Monday morning, going to work, you can listen to it. Although nobody's nobody's going to work right now. Nobody's commuting to work. Yeah. Very few are commuting to work. I have never seen traffic just wide open. It's just I crazy. Know. I know. But we will get the stuff downloaded and good to go. Mm-hmm. So thank you, everybody. Stay safe. Stay Take care well. of each other. And we'll see you next week. And give me a kiss because I feel like I'm uh-huh. I lost some points here, so I need to make it up. Anyway, see you next time. Thank you, everybody.